4.32. And ye be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. church family. Um, so I just want to come up here and basically encourage people All right. um, to stay with the Lord. Amen. I know what we have here is, uh, I believe, some is a powerhouse. Amen. We have beautiful, strong people in here. We can have we have kids that will get up here and give a message. We have youth. We have our young men, our women. I believe we are very strong. And these days, basically what I was wanting to talk about is how Satan likes to attack the uh, strong. It's not the weak that he um, goes, goes, he has no threat from them. It's the strong that he attacks. Okay, when I made a decision to join Christ, I knew there would be many obstacles. And I, um, uh, to overcome along the way, I knew the enemy would attack me. I knew he would stop at nothing to discourage, distract, or destroy me. Because he despises the truth. He hates God's word, and he is ruthless. We are hitting him where it hurts. We are inspiring people to open the Bibles, and there is nothing the devil hates more than that. The enemy doesn't fight fair. And he's going to attack when we are feeling injured and isolated. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to divide us from the rest That's of the right. herd That's and wear right. us down until we are too weak to fight back. That's right. And I believe with COVID, everything that's going, that's what he's trying to do, divide our church. Mm-hmm. He's trying to put fear in their hearts and to discourage and, yeah, disrupt. Um, but we... But there's one thing we must never forget. Christians don't fight for victory. They fight victoriously. And we are stronger than when we stick together, when we fight for each other rather than against one another. Yeah. Because yeah. Satan yeah. is not just a prowling lion. He is also the father of lies. That's right. John 8, 44 tells us that. When he pounces on our wounds, he is determined to affect each and every one of them with a lie. He lies, his lies pits us against one another. They causes our wounds to fester, make it impossible for us to heal. That's right. They That's force right. us into isolation and it separates us from the very people that God has placed in our lives to fight with us. That's amen. it, amen. amen. Um, Ephesians 6.12 says, For we wrestle not against That's flesh it. and blood, but That's against it. the principalities, right. against power, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against wickedness in high places. And a lot of times we are caught unaware and unprepared and ambushed by an invisible enemy in our hearts and our homes. Mm-hmm. We are hurt in places we should be saved by people we should be able to trust. And he knows when, our, when we're most vulnerable, vulnerable. And it's usually when we lack spiritual maturity or when we fail to embrace our new identity mm-hmm. or when we are un- angry and have an unforgiving spirit. That's it. Amen. That's it. These are sometimes he will pounce. We have to believe 100% that God is on our side. Mm-hmm. But God's words right. has the power to expose and 
eradicate, eradicate our enemy's lies, but we must faith, faithfully apply it. We also need to step up and start equipping equipping our children for the battle because the enemy's arrows can pierce through and utterly destroy them before they before they can before they understand. That's right. Um, and I just want everybody to remember that the enemy is attacking you because he's scared of you. He wouldn't bother otherwise. Take it as a so take it as a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when he is lying to you, those thoughts aren't yours. They are his. They shouldn't make you feel bad about yourself. They should make you feel mad about, at him. Jesus is your standard. He's our standard. That's right. If he wouldn't say it to you, then you don't have to believe it. Satan is going to attack you when you are tired. Be ready for it. And he'll never play fair, so you don't have to either. And the only piece of armor that is defensive is the sword of the Spirit, God's word. God's word. So find a Bible verse that tells you how God sees you, and every time a bad thought comes into your mind, fight it off with a verse. Amen. A good right. one is Ephesians 2.10. Yeah. Um, the enemy doesn't fight fair, and he's going to attack. So when you are feeling injured and isolated... So if you are feeling hurt or offended by the actions of another Christian, forgive. That's right. If you are feeling beat down and defeated by your circumstances, pray. Amen. And if you are confused about where to go from here, ask for wisdom. Amen. Our God is faithful to provide. He will give you the courage you need to close ranks, the wisdom you need to train, and the troops and the strength you need to fight back. Amen. 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 I want to encourage everybody, the youth especially, Y'all are very powerful in the in the word of God. Don't give up. This is where it is. Amen. So um to tack on literally from where she's at is the Lord gave me the, the word of changing your perspective. Because like without those those endings, like she said, without that peace, that forgiveness, that love, right. you're gonna be in a world of mess up. That's right. That's right now we are we are wired to look for the negative, mm -hmm. the juicy, the drama, this that's the right. stuff that's gonna keep you in mm -hmm. something. We just is we surround ourselves and you don't realize it, and because we look for it, you get people that you come across that look for it too. So you just making a big bunch of mess mm -hmm. in that I'm just saying it is. But what happens is when we get Christ, the perspective was supposed to change. We wasn't in those clouds anymore. We're supposed to see his light. So he brings us to the truth of who we are. Yeah. So we were supposed to, like, that's how his light shines through us. But, Lord, thank you. But it comes together because of the fact that we as Christians forget that peace. Mm -hmm. That look at others as Christ looked at us. Amen. Your Amen. perspective has Amen. to change. Yeah. If you stay in the negative, Amen. you're going to always look for the negative. Right. The, the, the Something that's wrong. Amen. Something that cannot be fixed. Something that's, that's always like, oh, I can look at myself and say, this ain't going to ever be right. I can look at my spouse and say, you never going to do better. I can look at my kids and say, you ain't going to amount to. There's always something you can say when you don't know God. But when he puts right. that in you, no matter what mess people are going through, if you're looking at Christ in 
and them and not them. You don't see that. And I'm, 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 I'm being there to the utmost. He literally said, look at him within the him. Your perspective got to change. You got to start looking for God in everything. Not just people, not just moments, not just actions, but everything. When, that bad, when you get a bad review, why did you get it? Lord, thank you, because there's something you wanted me to know so that I can grow through something different. It doesn't have to be a negative. Today, as I go and Lord gave it to me, um, y'all know me. Y'all know me. So I'm going to make sure I say that about it. I had to go get me some coffee, and I was a little early, so I, I did. I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be a little late. So I'm zipping <laughs> down 23rd. I did not even realize my speed, because everybody knows me. I always speed. I didn't notice it until I seen the cop coming. Oh. And then I was like, oh, yeah, important. <laughs> so we're, but so if we stop it right there, I can leave it at, I got a ticket because I was speeding. But I, and it can be, we can look at, if I left yeah. it at just there, I can let somebody who don't know me go, oh, well, he was doing that because it was against your race. No, it wasn't. I was speeding. Or, I, or it was like, oh, did you get hurt because, you know, with you and your kids in the car, you know how they try to get you. No, no it wasn't. He, he came to my car and said, ma'am, I clocked you. You were speeding. He said, but I just wanted you to slow down. He stopped me so I could slow down. And he said, go ahead, have a good day. That was it. And y'all met me. I know I can get some uh, he, That was it. And I, went, and I went on to church. No ticket, no nothing. He just said, you need to be careful. You was going pretty fast. The perspective had changed. But my baby in the car said, which made me know God gave me that one. She said, was that the cut? That's it? <laughs> well, because we, because the perspective that we've been given them has always been something else. I'm just saying, it hit me is we give out what we see, what we go look for, what we what we absorb. When they always say change what you absorb, you gotta change what you absorb. If you always listen to something that's negative, you're going to see it. It's not because it's not there, because it is. But also, you live it in. You can't see nothing but what you have gave yourself. Change your perspective. Start looking at people for who they are. Start remember. Sometimes a mean word means they're hurting inside. You don't gotta retaliate. Love them anyway. Sometimes people literally do you wrong because they don't know no other way to protect them own self. Find the love in that and say I love you anyway. Stop. We, we got to stop retaliating people. We got to stop showing that hate people. We got to change our perspective of how we're looking at each other daily. We are judging, just not lest ye be judged. But we judge so quickly, you don't even got no, nobody else got a chance to look at you because you didn't jump to everybody else. Really? <laughs> you, <didn't, laughs> you don't stay in a place. You got something about everything. Take that time, look at you, and find out what you can change. It's you. It ain't never gonna change, but with you. You gotta change the way you see people. You gotta change the way you deal with people. You gotta change the way you talk to people. It starts with you. They mean to use. Be nice anyway. I literally hear this all the time, and it's not because I'm great. I pray to God for a year, like, Lord, let me be kind even when people are not, because I got a bad mouth. But I notice that that's what people say is, you don't ever react. And it's not that I'm not reacting. In the inside, I have to pray, Lord, don't let me say it. But for what they see is, okay. And I walk off in la-la land, because that's, Pray said I can dust the shoulders off and keep on walking. Why am I worried about something that he ain't got? He didn't give me power to do nothing about. Nah. Why? Change your perspective. That is literally where's my lesson? Oh, that is it. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Lord. Man, it's good to be here. Yes, it is. When I listen to those.
those young ladies talk, I agree at this. Now time to second Thessalonians. And the world that's going on, everything that's going on in the world, mm -hmm. we shouldn't be surprised by it. Mm -hmm. Because God told us what's going to happen. You got a uh, second Thessalonians? Uh, the second chapter? Okay. Okay, start at 9. Read 9. You see what I mean. Start at 9. Here we go. Even. Communication. Okay. 
in the time of our forefathers. Okay. Abraham, uh, you know. So what happened? He spoke to Moses through what? The burning bush. We know it. We're, we've been preaching for all our 50 years. <laughs> well, I'm older. <laughs> but you know what? He spoke to Moses through the burning bush. And he spoke to Elijah, a still small voice. A still small voice. That's right. And then he spoke to Isaiah in a vision in the temple. Mm -hmm. You know when he was in a temple? Yeah. He saw God, he was oh, yeah. high lifted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know it. You yeah. just get yeah, bum fired. You know? <laughs> just have to remember where you are. <laughs> and of course he spoke to Hosea through his family circumstances. Yeah, yeah. So what was the family circumstances in Hosea? What did he tell us like? To get him a hug. Y'all yeah. know it. <laughs> what did he tell? Yeah. Now what you say? Yeah, I'll just affirm what you're saying. Yeah, say it again. I like to hear God. Just affirming that how God's love is to us. And yeah. Yeah. So what this uh, Hebrew is trying to tell us is this, I think, is that, um, how should I say it? God was in Christ from the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. They was one. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Right. Mm -hmm. It's one person, but they have three different functions. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Amen. Because God is over it all. That's right. And he sent his son. Mm -hmm. He had to reproduce himself through his son. Amen. That's why he said, don't y'all read, did you read and read through this holy thing in mm -hmm. Amen. He said, call Jesus a holy thing. Mm -hmm. So he re reproduced himself. himself. That's right. Amen. Because Jesus had to come in a human form. Oh, that's right. And you know why he did that, I think? This is my thoughts. You can correct me later. <laughs> <laughs> because he can feel our pain. Mm -hmm. Nah, say that. That's right. You know, That's he right. can feel our grief. That's right. He can feel our heartbreak. Amen. Jesus knows how we feel. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, he does. That's why he lifts the burdens from us. Mm -hmm. We have all been through something. That's Amen. right. Amen. Our first love, we thought probably thought we was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> We were so in love. We thought we was going to die, didn't we? They did. We did, didn't we? Yeah. We went on and found a man of who we wanted, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way life is. It's not going to kill you. It might hurt you right then and there, but God's going to lift that pain. Amen. I'm a witness, and I know y'all are too. Amen. If anybody over well, I started to say 21. When do y'all have y'all purple love? Probably 16. No, those ain't 12. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. 10 or 12. Yeah, sometimes 9. Depends on that child. Depends on the child. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad I'm from the old school. <laughs> My mom and dad are not the way out of me. <laughs> if I was not that they not Well, I was about 16, you know, 17, 18. And then I see him now, I said, what did I see him? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <man, I> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the way I, but see, Jesus, he's so wonderful. Exactly. And he carry our burdens all the time. And uh, read uh, verse 3. Who being the right, brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. See, he was the brightness of God's glory. In other words, he was the express image of God. This is what he's telling us about Jesus. The express image of God. The brightness of his glory. And now, you know, uh, in order for you to inherit from your father, you have to die to mm -hmm. And that's what he did for us. That's right. Amen. He died on the cross for our sins. Yes, he did. Because he loved us. That's right. So when you get in a depression funk, don't think nobody don't love you because we all get there sometimes. Well, I don't think I ever get depressed. I guess I'm too crazy to be depressed. <laughs> I don't want to be depressed. Yeah. <laughs> 